in school when you would fill out what your parents did for a living, I would write trimmings not knowing what the heck it was. When they opened up the window in the sweatshop, I used to go play on the roof. It's not a great place where you get to play. I said, God, let the morning come quick so I can go to my sewing machine. I think I'm nuts. Hello and welcome to Sewing Community, the podcast where local Westchester area residents share their life in fabric and thread. I'm your host, Aaron Page, Director of Folk Arts at Arts Westchester, the officially designated Arts Council for Westchester County, New York. For the last several months, Arts Westchester has been teaming up with Amanda Browder, a Brooklyn-based fabric artist, to transform our nine-story building of White Plains into a cascading, colorful fabric installation. All of the stories heard in this podcast were collected from individual volunteers who've been involved in the building of this monumental work of public art. While the project is currently on hold because of COVID-19, our hope is that the stories shared here will in some small way sustain and deepen the social fabric of our sewing community. This week's episode features Diana Loja, Hispanic community liaison for the Village of Sleepy Hollow, as well as three members of the Loza family, a father, brother, and daughter, as they discuss their personal and family connections to sewing and tailoring in Ecuador. Enjoy! Hi, my name is Diana Loja. I'm from originally was born in Ecuador, and especially it's called a small town. And I live in the USA in Starrytown for almost 15 years. And now here I'm working as for the village of Sleepy Hollow as a community liaison. And I love my job because it's helping make people's difference, try to unite the community, especially the Spanish community, like for this special event that we're having today, which is with the Art of Westchester. Um, it's just great to see how the community and how the parents get involved, the kids, and and how the the love of being a tailor, the ball of a swing, makes a difference in the community. How did I get connected to fabric? Actually, my father and his brothers, they were tailors back in the country. They used to do uh, mostly schools uniforms, so I was grew up in that environment. <clears throat> my father came in 1985, 87 to this country, so he left the business there for them. And I always have the connection about textile and tailoring and as well as designing clothes. So when I was eight years or nine years old, I started taking tailor classes and I started designing and sewing and sewing clothes. So people knows we are in a small town. He has his small store there. He will go travel every to different town to get the fabric. And mostly on the, back, in home, back in Ecuador, most of the schools right now is wear the uniforms. So mostly what he does will do uniforms for the schools. I mean, he'll do special things, but it was uniforms because it was something that you, you had it to go to without uniform, you can't attend to schools. Because back, back years, years ago, everything was tailoring, especially in South America. One thing, especially from the country that I am from, well, mostly in Ecuador, for example, one thing that they use there is called the pollera, which is a traditional skirt from Ecuador. Those uh, skirts are they it's made out of silk, so they're very specific that how the silk is by, and most actually most people from the a lot of family members from the United States buys them in, in New York City the uh, the fabric and they send it to Ecuador. Those skirts, uh, the price for them, they run from $700 to $800. Why? Because especially the silk made out of it, and it's just that it's, it's by handcrafted the designs that they do that. And it's huge. And as well as they use that a lot in the traditionals for church, 
they use that a lot. Even here, because now the immigrate people come to this country, immigrate into this country, you're gonna see a lot of those traditions, um, those traditions you go to, you see in the street, especially in Westchester County, in the, especially in the uh, Ecuadorian community. So there's a lot of tailors, especially in Austin right now, you see a lot of that type of fabric, and people are gonna become that because they don't wanna lose that tradition of that. So you're gonna see that a lot in ceremonies here in town. You see it in Peacekill because there's a lot of population in Westchester County, Ecuadorian, so they don't, they have not lost a tradition so you will see that type of clothing they use and they're just made out by tailors actually they're customizing them here now so people don't have to like import or export them anymore it got to the point where i had it to be part of those traditions and i remember having to bring my clothes from there because there was no way how here or expensive it is you only use once or twice all this type of Things, but people now are becoming spend so much money on it because there's a whole customer. You go from this type of tradition, you had to check from the moment the, what kind of shoes you wear, the blouse, everything, even the accessories that you go with it, uh, even how you do your hair. We come from a family which one everybody must work with the sewing machine, and we know a lot of uh, sewing. And um, we just show up today. I know the weather is kind of like staying home, but. Uh, Oh, we love to do this kind of thing, so we decided to come and enjoy it. And I hope, uh, you know, it can be a lot of children's coming because this is like a children's and parents program for them, very useful. You know, I come from Ecuador, from South America, so I learned to do these things on like on when I had 14 years old. I started working in the shop doing uh, letter work, so building up uh, wallets, suitcase, briefcase, and then my daughters always know. I know to do this, and they always said, you know, why would you don't do that? Because I work in construction now. Mm -hmm. But I know how to deal with this, so they are very happy. And this morning, when they, I, when they I told them, they didn't know I was coming to here. They said, where are we going? They used to, you know, when I said, let's go out, they said, okay, we are going to the church. And I said, no, today is not the church, we are going to another place. Then they said, where we are going? When I said, I'm going to do something at the... Art Westchester building, some kind of program. They said, okay, that's nice and cool. So then when they got here, they saw the machines, they said, oh, that's nice, daddy, you are already in here. Yeah, mi mamita trabajaba, uh, working in the machines. Era trabajadora, bordadora, hacía bordados de, de ropa. Y mi papá también cosía, cosía mi papá. Y tengo también un tío que también es, es sastre, es la mayorcito. Él hacía ternos, camisas, pantalones, sí. Y, y mi hermano era, trabaja, mi hermano, el papá de las niñas, es, trabaja en, aparando cortes para calzado, ¿ya? Hacía billeteras, cortes de calzado, eh, correas. Ya, mi madre era de teacher de imaginera. Era no problem. Es libera working de, de bordados, de nice de flowers, es difficulty de flowers. Es libera muy moderna. Te imaginas. One day era boom and the thing. Era por la noche es Estaba muy dormida y un día se cosió el dedo. I knew that like my whole dad's family, they 
I think it was like kind of a company. They used to sell like belts and wallets. While I was sewing, my uncle, he was saying how my grandma would like, I don't know how to say it in English, but he said, hacia bordados in like blankets and stuff like that. So that was interesting because I knew she sewed, but I didn't know what she sewed specifically or like what kind of machine she used because I heard him talking about that as well, saying that she was using the old machines with like the old pedals and everything. So that was cool. It's interesting because like I never really asked my dad about it or his family. So it was nice to see them like opening up to me and telling me all this stuff that I didn't know before. I want to keep learning on the machine because it was actually really fun and seeing how interested my uncles were and how like they were all happy and my dad as well because he was so excited to get back on the sewing machine. He's like, oh, I'm going to do this again. Thank you for listening to Sewing Community. Please join us for next week's episode featuring stories about Italian-Americans in the garment factories and sweatshops of Westchester County.